You're listening to the Letters of the Herd podcast, hosted by J.J. Duke on FairfieldStags.com. Hey, Stags fans. Welcome to the latest episode of Letters to the Herd, a series where we get to hear from Fairfield student-athletes reflecting on their time as part of the university community. The Stag Sports Network series shares insight on what it's like being a student-athlete at Fairfield and how they immerse themselves within the community during their time on campus. My name is JJ Duke. Hope you all have been enjoying the series thus far. If you haven't already had a chance to go back and Listen to some of the podcasts or read the letters that we've had. Make sure to go over to fairfieldstags.com to do so. Uh, and today, it's finally get to, to talk some football, soccer. Sorry, had to go there. But I'm joined today by Melanie Hinger of the uh, Fairfield women's soccer team. Melanie, first off, how are you doing? I know it's been a challenging last couple of weeks wrapping up your senior year, but uh, how's things going with you? Um, everything's good. No complaints. Um, technically officially graduated, although there was no ceremony, but, um, I'm happy to be home and to start my life after Fairfield. I think actually, let's just segue right into that. What are the uh, plans coming up for the future? Uh, so I actually got into grad school at Fairfield. So I'm debating on getting my master's in marketing analytics right now. Um, weighing the pros and cons, but it most likely looks that I'll actually be back for another year. And there has been much rejoicing. Yeah. So thanks so much for doing this. And for those who haven't looked at Melanie's letter thus far, it really embodies what the We Are Stags is about. She listed all the different type of cultural commitments that go within. And actually, that's kind of how this story is going to go today, where we're going to go through uh, a little bit of everything, what she wrote down, and also uh, reminiscing some of the favorite moments of her time donning the Fairfield Stags uniform. So the first, um, I like to call them the pillars, but they are the culture commitments, is the Stags compete. Um, it's interesting how you led off with this, saying that when you came into Fairfield um, in August of 2016, you called yourself a freight frightened 18-year-old with absolutely no idea what to expect. So when you did step on campus for the first time, what did you see? Um, I remember coming in and we were moving into the village. So at that time we were living in Casca. And I just remember seeing all the upperclassmen embracing one another after they had not seen each other for a few months. And I was kind of like, sigh of relief, like, thank God this team loves one another. I'm excited that next year when I come back, I get to do the same to my teammates and hug my teammates. But at the same time, I was just like awkwardly watching all of them embrace each other because as you know, I didn't know anyone. So I was excited to get to know everyone though. It was an interesting period in your first couple of years with this program because um, as you were probably getting recruited, this was a program that was at the top of the MAC. They reached uh, the championship game not too long before you came onto campus, but it was a challenging first couple of seasons, a difficult freshman year, doubled in wins in your sophomore year. But you talked about how that spring season, the off, off season between your freshman and sophomore year, where you really kind of got to where you wanted to be in terms of competitiveness. Yeah, so anyone who follows Fairfield Women's Soccer know that my freshman sophomore year did not go the way that anyone would want it to go. But for me, it was a big learning point because I had come from a successful high school and club team. So I didn't really know what losing was like. And I knew that once I started losing, I didn't like the feeling. So I, along with my teammates, pushed each other so hard. Like that spring was ridiculously hard, but we wanted to be successful. So we were willing to do whatever it would take to get there. 
the mood in any team coming off of difficult times is certainly one that's intriguing. I mean, you know, you have what you talk about, how everyone wants to push each other, but at the same time, it's kind of always in the back of your mind to try to get that mentality out and get to where you want it to be. And regardless of whether it was your freshman year, sophomore year, or whatever, but how did you guys flip the switch? Um, it took a lot of like, outside time to flip the switch because obviously on the field things were very stressful so we figured as a team if we would get closer off the field then hopefully it would convert to on the field success so I mean we had plenty of meetings and classrooms late nights just talking like mental health uh, how we could get better just like different types of things and like we would all hang out with each other any any free second we had just to try to see if that could help so I mean with the team it took a lot of team bonding, I'd say, to help flip that switch. And that kind of nicely transitioned to the next uh, commitment, which is Stag's Care. And you talk about a couple of things in that. We'll get to the leadership component in just a second, but you really highlighted something that has been very prominent in the last 18 months or so. And that was uh, when you signed your youngest member of your team uh, through the Friends of Jacqueline Foundation when Anthony came on board. For those who already don't know what I'm talking about, could you give us a little bit of insight on what happened? Yeah. So um, the coaches came into the locker room one day and showed us this video of Friends of Jacqueline, which is an amazing foundation. And they surprised us that we were essentially adopting a little brother. And none of us really knew what that would what that would um, include but when we met this little boy when it was his signing day it was the most one of the most amazing days of my life I will never forget it Um, so we adopted this little boy named Anthony who had a brain tumor when he was um, young and now he's five and he's healthy for and he's still I mean he's still getting his checkups and stuff for the but for the most part he's healthy and he has probably made the biggest impact of anyone on Fairfield for me um so to this day, I still keep in touch with him. He actually came up to my beach house the other day, obviously six feet apart, but he had dropped off a little graduation present, some chicken cutlets for us to eat. And like, I try to surprise him. He tries to surprise me and it just keeps going back and forth. And it just, it shows you that, like I said, we lost freshman, sophomore years. As horrible as losing is, there are so many things in the world that are so much worse. And it just like helps you put things into perspective. Yeah, I mean, if you go back and watch, um, there's a video from the signing day. And for those who haven't watched it, it's up on the Fairfield Stags YouTube channel. You were one of the interviewees in that. And if you go back and watch, I mean, my goodness, the amount of smiles, the amount of just like joy that was coming through it. I mean, you don't find too many people that don't have dry eyes after the five minute video or so. And it just, it seemed like after that point, you talk about how every both parties kind of helping each other out the joy then really kind of carried onto the field yeah i could literally get a video from his mother of him just saying hey melanie what's up and i am brought to the biggest smile sometimes brought to tears but even when he shows up to the games and you see him on the bench you know he all you want to do is win for that kid so you could celebrate with him after the game and just put a smile on his face well Funny enough, when we talk about winning, we're going to have to talk about this past season because 2019 was certainly a year to remember. The team was projected to finish outside the top six, and in the MAC, the top six go to the postseason. All of a sudden, it I think it was might have been the Wagner game earlier on in the season where the group 
goals are flying in basically for fun. Coach Barrett put you guys through a little bit of, you know, some rigorous training sessions, had some games that a little bit outmatch at times, but all of a sudden things clicked. And once you got into Mac play, 5 nothing, 5-1. I think what St. Peter's, yeah, you dropped another five spot in there. Things were rolling. Did you ever feel at a time like, wow, this might actually be maybe not so much what I hoped for when I originally started, but it's about time this happened? Yeah, the whole season, I was just like, finally, like all my hard work is coming to play and it just couldn't be more poetic in the fact that it was my senior year. And I don't know, it, at some points I was like, I think I have to pinch myself. Like, is this real just because of the past that I've had? But yeah, the senior year was the best to say the least. You wrote down one moment, but we're going to have to talk about one moment before that it was your day against Iona I mean if we're talking about a day where goals are flying in left right and center bagged eight of them you yourself had a pair and the first time I think you ever scored a brace in a match both goals very similar one was kind of corner scrappy a little bit but the second one posterized some poor defender on the near post that that day must have not only made you very happy but just the sense that almost relief that all of a sudden hey it's come full circle yeah, full circle is the right way to put it. Um, my first goal was actually against Iona freshman year, so it really was full circle. But I don't know, the, the vibe in the locker room before that game was just different. I, had a, I knew we were going to win. There was not a doubt in my mind. I just didn't know it would be that significant to win. And I know that that was towards the end of the season, so having that win be that prominent really set us up for a good run in the playoffs. That it did because it booked a home playoff match. It booked you straight to the semifinals as well. And it, it was over, I think, a decade since the last time Fairfield women's soccer hosted a playoff match. And mm-hmm. we can go to that fateful night. Wasn't exactly the most prettiest of matches, one the most prettiest of uh, days either. I think it was raining on and off all day. But just a classic grinded out performance, 1-0 local rival that adds a little bit of extra to it and then you wrote in that piece my teammates leapt into my arms after the final whistle blew we were going to the MAC championship game my coach gave me the biggest hug I was awash with one simple overwhelming feeling finally and I can tell you after I read that just got chills again (laughs) yeah I mean even when I was writing it I was I was trying to put the feeling the best way I can into words because seriously there's no way to describe that feeling like it was just uh, when Gab Diodati scored that amazing goal, I will give her all that credit. That goal was phenomenal. Um, when she scored that, I was like, okay, okay, we're going to win, but there's still time left. And then obviously it was a grudge. Those last, like, I think it was like five or six minutes, they were in our, in our end the entire time. But when the final whistle blew, I was just like overcome with emotions, choked up. Like, and the fact that I've never beat Quinnipiac in my four years, I was like, finally. And the fact that it was on our home field of Lessing was just – the best feeling in the world. It almost kind of captured, not to correlate, but a couple of years previously, the men's team had that run at home and the atmosphere was just, it was one of those where I kind of related to, you know, knockout matches in the FA Cup, where it was like everyone's so tight, so loud and found a way to win. And I know obviously the championship didn't exactly go to plan, but now kind of looking back on it retroactively, Fairfield seems to be in a much better place in the women's soccer side when you came in. And that's kind of really the goal at, at the end of the day, always leave someplace better than you found it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously when the whistle blew at Monmouth during the final game, emotions overcame us. We were crying, but like on the bus ride home, 
it all turned to smiles because me and my seniors, we gave each other a hug and we said, look what we did to this program. Like as sad as it is that our soccer career is over, when we look back, we came from winning two games freshman year to going to the MAC championship senior, which none of us thought would have happened. So the feeling switched very quickly and we kind of celebrated. I mean, we had to celebrate because what we did was incredible for us. So that's certainly, we saw the growth come through you through those few years, but then the last one is Stag's lead. Now you were a couple times captain of your team and let's bring this a little bit more of the full circle, not just so much on the soccer side of things, but just all encompassing for Fairfield. How did you grow personally to become a leader on the field as well as off the field? Uh, yeah, so I real junior year, I kind of had a, not a backseat role, but I let the senior lead captains, uh, Jenny Jacobs and Sarah Plummet, I let them take most of the reins and I tried to learn from them. But I definitely learned probably the hardest thing I had to learn was that being a leader doesn't always mean that people are going to like you and that sometimes you're going to have to make difficult decisions and do things you don't want to do. But that's how it is in soccer. That's how it is in life. So I, I would say that that was probably the hardest thing I had to do and learn. But I think that senior year, I definitely showed that I did learn that lesson and that I had to put it into context and sometimes do things that my teammates did not like that I would do. Hey, you know, some always has to bite the bullet at the end of the day. Exactly. Everybody's got to go that extra mile. So now looking back on your four years being at Fairfield University, what have you seen out of yourself that's grown the most and what can carry you forward? I know we've already said that you're going to do grad school, but you know, what do you see yourself helping for you down the road? Um, I would just say that Fairfield has made me overall, I'd say a more like courageous person. I've always hated traveling. I hated stepping out of my shell and With this team, I have met new people. I have traveled across the world and back with this team. I I don't know. I've just I've pushed myself. I've become braver. I've done things that I never thought I would do. So I just say that it's taught me to like push myself and don't be afraid of anything. Definitely, and uh, something that we've done throughout the series is for those who are listening, whether they're you know first and second years in at Fairfield, if they're student athletes, if they're just part of the student body in general, or perhaps perspective people that are going to be coming to Fairfield University, what would be a charge that you'd give to them? Um, I would say that Fairfield is going to bring you the best people you'll ever meet in your life. Like just graduating now, I've realized that those people helped me get through the hard times. And I know that I'll be lifelong friends with them wherever they live. But as a graduate, I'd say that the people, you're going to miss the memories and soccer and stuff, but the people are the, the thing you're going to miss the most. Well, certainly, we appreciate you taking the time. If you haven't already read Melanie's letter, I'd suggest you do so. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the fall. Thank you. For sure. And again, like I said, if you haven't read Melanie's letter or any of our other letters to the herd, make sure you head over to fairfieldstags.com and stay tuned for much more in the series. Make sure to give us a follow on social media at Fairfield Stags on Twitter and Instagram, as well as at Stag Sportsnet on Twitter. So for all of us, I'm JJ Duke signing off. Till next time, go Stags. Thank you for listening to the Letters of the Herd podcast on fairfieldstags.com.